This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's get to some other things because there are a lot of other things you said, as you point out, I think said it well, folded into yeah. the Bajan effect, if you will, starting with Deontay Foreman and the running game. They're running game 173 yards, the makeshift offensive line, which really might be your best offensive line moving forward. Let's start with Deontay Foreman. I know you're not surprised by what he was right. able to do because you, you've thought a lot about him. You wrote the great story on him. So I guess what was his reaction? And I guess how do you think he fits into the game plans moving forward? Well, yeah, as you know, I'm, I am enamored by Deontay Foreman's patience um, and, and just the way he handles himself with everything he's been through in his, his football life, his, his personal life, his family life, and the way he's ready for opportunity. You asked me a few weeks ago coming out of that Washington game when every single running back that put on a jersey left that game hurt, how worried we should be. And I said, not at all, you know, because they had depth at the position and depth with a proven producer. And my God, did this guy rise up and meet his opportunity on Sunday afternoon? He's hurtling guys. He's doing crazy celebrations in the end zone with teammates. He's scoring three touchdowns. He's got 120 yards from scrimmage. And and he just gave life to everything that they were trying to give life to. Now, look, his day started off pretty poorly. The Bears won the coin flip, decided to take the football and went three and out when Deontay Foreman dropped the check down on third down of the first series. And you were just kind of in that thought process of like, oh, no, you know, is this the kind of day it's going to be. You've got a rookie quarterback starting and you can't even rely on the veteran back to catch a check down and pick up the first down. From there, it was just boom, efficiency, production. I thought he ran with a really cool blend of, of patience and purpose. Like you see it all throughout the video of like, okay, wait for the hole, now hit it, you know, and hit it with authority and do it in a way that, 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 you know, moves the chains. Like, look, like they need to lean on him. I don't care if Khalil Herbert's out for another three weeks or if he's out for another eight weeks. Deontay Foreman deserves the opportunity from this point forward to be leaned on in a way that gives this offense life because you saw what it meant on Sunday. 
You have to give the offensive line credit as well. I mean, Foreman did get the tough yards and he ran over people. And I think that he's a trusted veteran who nobody paying attention to his career should be surprised at his production on Sunday. But I I talked about this Monday morning. and I think I asked Big Z and, and, and Molly and I talked about it as well. If your offensive line, when, as Matt Eberflus explained, and I'm curious what he said on Monday, Dan, but you have one of the reasons he cited was Tevin Jenkins being more comfortable at right guard. Cody Whitehair going back to left guard, do they have all the reps together? And then he cited Lucas Patrick as being one of the big reasons why everybody knew what was going on and who to block. Well, those three guys, if those are the first three reasons cited for having an offensive line that you trust and were able to, you know, dominate the line of scrimmage in one of your two wins this season with Darnell Wright and Larry Borum, then what happens when Nate Davis comes back? Because this is a guy you guaranteed $19 million to, does he have a job? Is he competing for a job? Is he just a well-paid substitute? Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I obviously think you have to just gauge it at the time that he does come back and figure out where your offensive momentum is at and and what it's rooted in. Um, You know, like part of me was was struck by Matty Berflew saying that after the game on Sunday, because, I, you know, look, like this, this has been a blurry season. And so we forget a lot of things that happened in August, but I could swear that their their initial depth chart that they put out in training camp called for Tevin Jenkins to be playing left guard and Cody Whitehair to be center. You know, and now if you're saying like Tevin's better at right guard and Cody's better at, at left guard and this is what we always wanted to get to, like where were those discussions back in March? Where were they in April and May and June and July? Like I, it, it just – it threw me for a loop because I'm like, wait a second. If this is like kind of now you're finding this perfect combination, it's October 23rd. It's a little late. For that. And look, like they've had a lot of things to adjust to, Um, you know, personal issues and injuries and uh, back and forth uh, on who's playing where and when and who's who's available this week and who's in concussion protocol and whatever else. But like, man, like offensive line stability is a big freaking deal for a football team that's trying to develop. And the inability to provide it has has been problematic for this football team. Now maybe you have it. And so I guess to your question about what happens when Nate Davis comes back. I, I don't know because it's, it's a nice problem to have, I suppose, but you've been searching for offensive line continuity. You maybe it's still elusive. You don't have Braxton Jones back. I don't know what his status will be. Larry Borum did have two holes. Possibly this penalties. week. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. One of them was uh, kind of questionable, but you, you have a situation emerging that, you know, maybe it's the accidental offensive line, the one you didn't anticipate using that that works best together, and you got a veteran that you paid a top dollar for that maybe not maybe he's not going to be in the mix. It'd be curious to see how that's handled given all of the ways that Nate Davis had a very mercurial preseason, and you don't know what's next for him. Bottom line is they protected the passer pretty well. Tyson Bajan sacked once. And uh, they ran the ball with authority. So this is not a formula you want to change or alter going into San Diego or going into L.A. 
No, yeah, exactly. I wish we were going to San Diego. I was yeah, no kidding, trip, me too. We're going to LA is not a bad thing either. I'll, I'll have thing. a great time Sunday morning out on the beach before we go to, to SoFi. But um, look, like the, the, this team is in a, an interesting spot here because, as we've talked about, this league is is markedly average across the board. There's a you know a select group of six to seven teams that are really good. There's a middle tier of of average that's everywhere, and the Bears are staring at a bunch of average teams in their upcoming schedule that gives them a chance to get rolling and and inject some relevance back into who they are and what they're doing. Um, this is a this is a, a time to you know wrap your arms around momentum, wrap your arms around confidence and squeeze it until every last ounce of it is, is, is out because this team needs it. Um, and, and like, again, like I say, like you go through that performance and then you compare it to two weeks ago in Washington and you go, okay, this is a couple times now in the month of October where they've looked like a really, really uh, improving football team. And that's what we wanted out of the season all along, isn't it? 